I say, don't focus on what that big thing is because you'll get so caught up in the details and the minutia of, of, oh my God, this is too overwhelming or I can't do this. Just same thing back to the basics, focus on that one step that's going to move you forward every single day. And that's the evolution of what my business was, which was going from health and wellness coaching to moms now into productivity, because it all ties so well together where it's just about focusing on what's going to move the ball ahead and not overwhelming yourself to what you can't do or what you're not going to accomplish. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Moms on the Grind podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Desmore, and this week, I'm beyond excited to interview Sandy Glant. You guys are going to love that interview. I mean, I was taking notes the whole time. I mean, you'll hear me during the episode, and I'm like, you know what? Um, excuse me, I'm just typing a few things because she dropped gem after gem after gem after gem, especially when it comes to productivity. So I know for sure you guys are going to enjoy this episode. Okay, so how am I doing? It's really interesting. I don't know what's happened, but this week I've been really, really, really zen. I've been very chill. I've been very unbothered is really the right word to describe it. I mean, I'm not letting people's energy, people that have bad energy, I've really come to a place in my life where I don't let that energy get to me anymore. And I realized that this week, you know, um, I had a family member go through something with another family member and I just looked at her and I was like, well, how old are you? You know, at the age that you are, you don't need to even consider what other people are thinking. And I was like, wow, like I'm really at a place in my life where I, I just feel zen, you know, I feel relaxed, I feel very myself, I feel well surrounded, and I feel very grateful. So it's a lot, but it's a lot of positive things as well. So one thing that I'm up to now, I hired my first assistant. This is her second week working with me. It's been probably more than a week since, no, oh, I said a week, no. I mean, more than a year since I've been like, oh, okay, I think I'm going to need an assistant, right? So it took me a long time to actually make that move because I was always like terrified. I'm like, how am I going to pay someone a yearly salary? And the way that I look at it, I'm like, you know what? A yearly salary, it's not just, oh, you know, they're working for me and I'm paying for, I'm paying them every two weeks or whatnot. I'm like, I'm literally responsible for someone's life. You know, it's when you get your a salary, it's when you get your paycheck that you pay for your rent, that you pay for your car and everything. And I was like very scared to take that responsibility but I really came to the point where I was like, you know what? And I always talk about delegation. I was like, I really need to get there. I really need to delegate. I can't continue working this way. So I hired her. This is her second week. I'm really, really grateful. I think I found the right one. I mean, up to now, it's going really well. And, you know, I think this is really the first step in something great, right? You can't achieve great things alone. I feel like you always need help. You need to have great people around you. And, you know, this is how we start. This is how you know, successful people, they usually have an assistant or they have, they delegate things. And, you know, I'm working really hard. I have amazing dreams and, you know, I'm not afraid to say that I can't do it alone. So one book that I'm reading now is called Untamed. And you guys know I was reading Outliers. I didn't like it. I even put it on Instagram that all these people were like, oh my God, I love Outliers. And I was like, I didn't like it. I didn't like it to the point that I didn't finish the book because I was like, God, please end my misery. Like, I can't continue reading this. I hate it. So right now I'm reading Untamed and I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. It's short chapters, straight to the point. I love the author's energy. She's hilarious. I, I, I'm really, really loving that book. 
And even if I wasn't really loving it, I'm part of a book club and that's the book that we're reading. So I would have had to read it anyway. But yeah, I'm actually really liking it. So this is what's going on with me right now. And why did I choose to interview Sandy? So just quick story. One of my first friends in Miami, who's also a realtor named Bethany, she's an amazing, amazing, amazing realtor, well-connected, very good energy type of person. She's always, you know, she's part of a bunch of women empowerment groups and she is women empowerment herself, right? She's always trying to help others and she's a really great entrepreneur and she texted me and she said, hey, you need to interview my friend Sandy. Sandy Glantz. And I'm like, oh, who's this girl? So, you know, I started following her on Instagram, literally almost stalking her, checking out every single story that she posted, every single post. I went back like a year, more than that. And I was like, wow, this girl seems amazing. Okay. She's a boss. She's amazing on social media. And most importantly with her, the thing that I really liked was her energy, right? So I've never met her. You guys know it's COVID-19 right now, so we can't really meet up with people. But I got on a Zoom call with her kind of just to get to know her more. Although you can get to know people on social media, it's always good to have a one-on-one, right? And I just loved her energy. It's like she radiates positive energy. She radiates optimism. She radiates... I feel like she just attracts good things because of her energy. And, you know, I could feel that through a Zoom call. This is this is really intense. So, you know, she's the type of person that you can hear her smile in her voice and... Uh, it's no surprise that she's very, very successful. And so this interview is, like I said before, it's full of gems. She dropped so many productivity tips and hacks and spoke about some struggles even she was facing as a new mom and, you know, how she helps other women with their productivity. I think this is a type of episode, whether you're a mom on the grind or not, this is for this is for any woman, any woman that's trying to strive in her career, who's trying to grow her business or whatever it is. If you're trying to just become a better person, this episode is really, really for you. And also just make sure you look at the show notes because there's a free uh, cheat sheet, which is seven productivity hacks. So I'm going to give you guys the link to that. It's on her website. Sandy has a new book that's coming out soon. So imagine all of the tips that she has, everything is going to be in a book. So I'm really excited for that. So some of the things we discuss in the podcast are the importance of girlfriend, how to attract quality group of women, how a hurricane was a trigger to her business. How do you go from freaking out to getting it together? Uh, She also talks about becoming specific about your goals, the importance of delivering content of value, and, you know, a couple of do's and don'ts of social media, how to start with an end goal in mind. And she even gives you three small things that you can do every day to be more productive. Sandy Glant is a high performance productivity coach for female entrepreneurs. She helps overwhelmed, stressed out boss babes maximize their time, energy and productivity to be present and intentional with the most important aspects of their lives. She helps women go from overwhelm and burnout to balance. Sandy helps her clients achieve maximum results with her online digital courses, as well as group and one-on-one coaching. Her clients rave about how Sandy helps them turn their stressed out, busy lives into massive productivity and being able to balance, you know, quote unquote, balance their time to do it all. Sandy is also the co-founder of Project In Charge, an online platform for ambitious women who are looking to tap into coaching, tools and trainings to step into the most powerful version of themselves, gain control, and become the leader of their life. Sandy is happily married to her husband, Gerald Glant. 
sorry, Jared Glant. And together, they have one son, Jacob, with another son on the way. Together, they reside in sunny Hollywood, Florida, where they love to enjoy days at the beach, the water park, and just enjoying time together in their backyard. Guys, welcome Sandy Glant to the Moms on the Grind podcast. Amazing. Okay. So my name is Sandy Glant. I am a high performance productivity coach. So essentially what that means is I help women get unstuck and out of their own way. So, so many of us are in our day-to-day systems and routines and we just feel busy. And when I talk to my clients, the number one word that they use is busy or run down or feeling like they're on this hamster wheel. So what I do is I work with my clients and I get them out of being uh, busy and into being productive and helping them to implement systems and strategies to really maximize their time and their day and put that time where they want to put it most. For me, I'm a mom. I know everyone listening. Uh, you're all are moms also on here as well. And I love my business and I love my clients, but I also love my family, my husband, my babies. So I want to be intentional with the time that I have. So for me, you know, just a little bit of uh, where I'm from, my background is I wasn't always like this super highly productive person. Um, I had to learn through trial and error and strategies and my own coaching in terms of what worked and what didn't work. And after I had my first baby, uh, who's now two and a half, um, I was like in shell shock. You know, everyone's using the term new normal right now, which is something I coined the term like years ago when I first started my coaching business. And for me, that new normal was becoming a new mom and the new systems and, and just life that you have to figure out, right? Cause like, there's no manual for being a mom. There's no <laughs> instructions for our babies. Um, so, you know, I help women kind of get out of their own way and figure out how they can really do it all, but be fulfilled. So you're not run down, exhausted, and just feeling like you're on that never ending hamster wheel every single day. And, you know, where are you from originally? Have you always been in Miami? Which area do you live in? You know, tell us a little bit more about your background. Yeah, so I'm actually from Pennsylvania. So a small town called Worcester, Pennsylvania. Wow, from there to Miami, that must have been huge. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's funny, my parents are actually visiting right now. Um, they drove here from Pennsylvania because they were missing their grandson and maybe a little bit of me, but... <laughs> um, just left yesterday from California. She came okay. for the same reason. Did she, did she fly or did she drive? She flew. She flew. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That would be a far, that would be a far drive. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, small town in Pennsylvania. Um, again, I grew up across from a farm, you know, I'm the oldest of three siblings and I moved here to Miami because I met my husband and super long story short, um, met him through a job interview ended up not taking the job, but staying connected with him. And then we did long distance dating for a while, moved down here in 2014. Okay. That's interesting. And how how did you, okay. So you moved from Pennsylvania, you meet someone. So, you know, you moved here. What was it like moving from Pennsylvania to South Florida? Did you like it at first? Or cause me, I know for on my side, it was more challenging at first because it's so different. Yeah. A little bit more about, you know, when you moved in, how it was. Yeah. So I've always, I don't know, in the back of my mind, I don't know what it was. I've always loved Florida and I always wanted to live here. I always saw myself here. I don't know if it was like the future version of me that was like always trying to tell me to get here. Um, But I've always had such a, a place for it in my heart. So 
I loved living here. But when I first moved down here for the good, I don't know, I've been here for six years. So for the good first, like three to four years, I was not tapped into like, let me make girlfriends, let me network, let me connect. I was working. I was in, you know, I was in honeymoon stage. My husband and I got married in 2016. So there was two years from when I moved down to when I got married and I was just doing life. I mean, I, it was nice cause I, I really truly was where I wanted to be, but I wasn't tapped into the full potential of getting around other women that were strong and powerful and that you could build each other up together. I was just not, I was just not tapped into it at the time. And I remember in the beginning of 2019, I guess it was 2019. I said, this is the year I am finding that core group of girlfriends that supports each other. That's all about empowering each other. And when I did that, everything changed. Like my, the circle of girls I was around, like just, they were so powerful. And I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? <laughs> so did it happen though. Like how did, how do you go from just being there and just working and, you know, being yeah. in a honeymoon phase to going, you know what? I want this circle of girls. Was it something that happened to you or just like a, you know, you wake up one day and you're like, okay, this is really what I want. You know, when I was living in Pennsylvania, I had a core group of girlfriends from like elementary school, you know, all the way through college until the time that I moved. And they, you know, those are the girls I grew up with best friends. But then when I moved down here, I didn't have that. And I always felt like I was missing it. And I, I just wasn't, I was like, wasn't on my radar. You know, I was like, I, I just don't think that, um, you know, I was living life. I was in honeymoon stage. I was working. And then I was like, you know what? I really, that, that piece, that part of our life, right? That missing piece of the puzzle. I was like, you know what? I need to tap back into this <clears throat> because I knew how important it was. And I, you know, for anyone that's listening, that if you, if you don't have that core group of girlfriends, that's empowering. And I'm not talking about the catty relationships. I'm talking about girls that truly empower you, lift you up. You can collaborate with, you can share ideas with and brainstorm and, you know, help each other, push each other to get to that next level. That's what I found down here. And when I was able to tap into that, I was like, whoa, this is what everybody needs. Like that was such a big game changer. I was like, why did I wait so long to tap into this? <laughs> It's interesting because um, a lot of people, you know, when they move to South Florida, they find that um, it's hard to make friends. I found that too, but I feel like the moment you change your mindset, yes. that's when the moment you change your mindset, you start yes. attracting more people, more pe more good people that have the similar mindset. So where did you start? So like if someone's coming to Florida, yes. South Florida, and they're like, okay, I want to get this group of girlfriends, you know, I want that just like back home. Yeah. Where did you start? Like, what's the first step? So this is the first thing I, I told myself. I said, if I want to attract these quality group of women, I need to be that. Like I need to be that for them first. I can't just expect I'm going to have these amazing women who are ambitious and have these big goals and, you know, like really just have their focus on going big. I need to be that for myself, but I also need to be that for them. Right. So like showing up how we would want others to show up for us, because I can say with 1000% certainty, the girls within my little 
circle or whatever you want to call it. Like we do that for each other. If someone, my, again, my parents are here visiting and they were like, you, you have such a great group of girlfriends. Like, you know, cause you know, of course, parents, you want to see that, that the circle that you're in, it's a, it's a good group and a good vibe and all of that. And I said, you know what? Because we all show up for each other. If someone has a book, a podcast, a launch, a program, we're all the first ones to say, share the link, let us, you know, promote it out for you on social media, whatever it is. And that's the vibe, you know, and, and it, and I would say for anyone looking for that, like be that first, like you be that for other people and you're going to attract that so easily into your life. I, I 100% agree because you can't, and like Natalie said in one of my latest episodes, she said, you can't want to attract a, a particular type of spouse if you're exactly. not exactly yourself. So it's the same for girlfriends. Yes. Yes. And I, and like I said, I, I didn't know for the longest time I was like, Oh, it's not a big deal. Like I'm not missing out on anything. And then, you know, once I was tapped into these amazing women and, and just like the power that you can all bring together it's such a game changer. And, and, you know, I said to my husband, I said, I feel so fulfilled in every area because for the longest time for what three or four years that I was down here, I didn't have that circle of girls and, and my husband's amazing, but like, you know, there's certain things you want to talk to your girlfriends about. <laughs> exactly. You can't talk about, you know, like what's going on inside after having, you know, exactly. Um, and what did you do? Did you go to networking events? Did you join some groups? Um, let me think. So I feel like, you know, it was the, this is the thing too. The girls were like always around me. Like one of my best friends, I think, did you interview Bethany on your, so Bethany was actually one of my first friends when I moved to Miami. Okay. Bethany is everybody's first friend. Bethany is like this social butterfly. Bethany, we love you. <laughs> so like these girls were around me. Like my husband's in a space just because of his business and the nature of his business where, um, it's a lot of, um, positivity and, and, and mostly men, but the women that are involved are very high performance individuals. And I just, again, I didn't feel like, Oh, you know, I need to tap into this community. I was just doing me, but the women were all around me, like women like Bethany and my business partner and my good friend, Natalia, like these women were around me, but I just wasn't seeing the bigger picture because I wasn't, I guess I wasn't ready for it yet. You know, like I wasn't ready to accept that yet. And then when I made the decision in January, it was like, boom, you know, of 2019, it was like, boom, all of a sudden these amazing, incredible women were, were showing up everywhere. But I think now it was because I was more in tune to it versus just like, okay, it is what it is. You know, how do you feel like having positive women around you? How do you feel like it's impacted you and your business and even your, maybe your family life or your mindset? Yeah. I mean, I'm such a family person. Like anyone that knows me knows family is everything to me. Uh, you know, I grew up with an amazing family unit and just, you know, trying to create that same structure with it in my own family, you know, my husband and my, and my boys. Um, but I think with having the right girlfriends, right? And again, I'm not talking about the catty relationships because we all know what that looks like. We all, we have all been there or have experienced it. I'm talking about the powerful relationships where they really lift you up and you help and support each other. So those type of relationships is everything because, you know, like I have my girlfriends that have been my friends for, for since again, elementary school, but the girlfriends that are the ones that are like, let's chat business, let's strategize. You do that for me. I do that for you. Like that's a game changer because 
you know, the women that are just not in your business like you are, that are just outside and kind of see the bird's eye view of where you're at, brainstorm, give you ideas. It's like your own little networking group, right? But it's like super personal. So it's amazing to have those. And again, if you think you don't need it, like me, like, you know, Sandy of 2011 or 12, I would say, absolutely. It's such a game changer personally and professionally because, you know, it's like a little bit of tough love, but it's also sometimes like they can see the things that you can. So to get around a group of people who are really, really, um, you know, just, they have your back. Like those are the, those are the women that like have your back are always like encouraging you to do more uplifting you. It's so, it's like you, it's a, it's a must. <laughs> Sorry. You know what? I 100% agree. I found that also when I came, it's, you know, when you have your group of friends that you grow up with, they're amazing. You know, they grow up yeah. with you. Sometimes when you move or when things happen in your life, you become a different person exactly. in the way you're evolving, especially professionally. So sometimes, you know, the friends you grew up with, they're still your friends, but sometimes you need other entrepreneurs or other yeah. husbands around you to have a different perspective, right? Exactly. Like for me, I know my friends from back home, a lot of them, it's always, no matter what I do, they're like, you go girl, you go girl, you know, yeah. but when you have those, that circle around you, like you said, it's tough love sometimes because they're also hustlers and they're also entrepreneurs. So I really right. love that you brought that up. And it's, it's also good too, because it's like, you're always helping each other to get to that next level, which is amazing because like you need to be able to do that in order to continually be growing and expanding. And if you're in that right circle and that mindset, like you never have to worry about that. I agree. I agree. And it's really cool because I've seen, you know, I love how Bethany is the one who introduced us, but I know yeah. other people who spoke about you. So it's great that there are women like this in South Florida and that there are groups and you can find that I feel wherever you go. Yeah. You yeah, absolutely. Because like you said, you had them around you. You just didn't notice it, right? Exactly, exactly. And that's like the craziest thing because it's like they were always there. It was just my own mindset that was shut off to that. And then when I was like, no, you know what? Like I want to tap into this and I want to surround myself with these women. Then it was like literally overnight it happens. And I'm not saying it's going to happen like that for everyone, but you, it's like you take the blinders off. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, when you have your friend, now you have your friends, but all of that came into, came at the same time as you started your business, right? So tell me a little bit about your work background. You know, you said when you moved here, you were working, you know, just give mm -hmm. me a little bit of a, of a resume. What yeah. did you work for? When did you become a coach? What triggered you to re become a coach? You know, let's tap into yeah. that. Yeah. So, okay. So previously, before I was down living here in, in Florida, South Florida, I was running an entire event planning golf club company in Pennsylvania. So I was doing the marketing. I was doing the social media. I was doing the sales. I was wearing all the hats and I loved it. Like I loved everything that came with wedding planning and event planning. Like it's, I'm a planner. So <laughs> of course I loved it. Right. So I transitioned from that and loving the job to coming down here. And I ended up working as a uh, a manager at one of the, the restaurants down here. And I was like, kill me <laughs> this. And I'm not even going to say the name of the restaurant, but it was, it was bad because it was not, it was like, 
planning, but not really. It was like just not what I wanted to be doing. And of course, like I moved down here for my boyfriend at the time, but I was like, okay, I'm where I want to be and I'm with the man that I love, but like the work part wasn't there. So I started getting into to coaching and I was doing health and wellness coaching. So that was 2004. 15, I want to say 2015, I was doing health and wellness coaching. And it, that again was for a larger company. And I was like, you know what? I love everything that comes along with coaching. I love how the mentality part, I love, you know, how, how you're helping women to kind of like plan out their goals and dreams, but it was for another company. It wasn't for me. And I remember my husband saying like, you are doing so well with this, but like, I can tell you're not super passionate about it. I'm like, because it's not my name. Like I want my name. If I'm going to be putting in the the work and the hours and whatever, I don't care if I got to create the products, market the products, sell them, whatever. Like I will do it all. I just want it to be for me, my brand, my business, my own company. So, um, that was for, so fast forward, 2016 is when I got married 2017 is when I had my son and that's where everything changed. That was like the game changer of all game changers for all the mamas that are listening. That was like my big new normal hitting rock bottom moment. And I call it my breakdown breakthrough moment because when I had my son, let me just set the scene for you guys. I don't know for all of the mamas listening from South Florida, this is when hurricane Irma hit and we all had to evacuate and people were, I don't know if you remember this, people were like literally driving all the way up the coast. Oh, it was my first Miami hurricane. So. Okay. So you know, <laughs> you remember. Yes. I always remember that. It was really bad. <laughs> it was bad. And I remember my husband saying, no, 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 we're going to stay. We're going to stick it out. Mind you, I just had had my baby. I got out of the hospital on a Sunday. We had evacuated that Wednesday or Thursday. So it was literally like three, four days post Pardon, post baby, everything. With my newborn, evacuated. Yes, with my newborn. And not only that, but my parents had flown into town. My in-laws were here. It was like a whole, it was a circus. <laughs> so so that, that's just like setting the scene for you guys. So then we now are like stuck because there's no airplanes to get out. We're not going to, not going to drive with my newborn. I'm literally like super hormonal because just had the baby. And, um, my husband's like, we're not leaving. We're not leaving. Thank God. A friend of ours was able to get us out of here. We got out by plane and we evacuated to Nashville, then to Philly, then back to Miami. So it was craziness. So I pretty much had the baby in the hospital, came home within three days. We're evacuating away from hurricane Irma. So my breakdown moment was when my husband, we finally got back home and he's goes back to work and I'm like, Oh, S H I T. I have to, de- you can curse on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I have to like figure out how to do this mom thing. Like, cause previously I was like with my in-laws and my parents and my husband. And again, trying to figure out how to be a new mom. I was scared out of my mind. I'm like, what if I like put his clothes on wrong? And you know, as a second time mom, like you totally don't have these worries at all because it's just such a different ball game. But as a first time mom, I was so scared to even be alone with him. Cause I was like, what if he stops breathing? What if he like all these things go through your mind? And I remember my husband came home from work and I just had this breakdown moment on the floor where I was bawling my eyes out, crying and sobbing, like 
and again, very hormonal and emotional and just like, what is my life right now? And I was like, how am I? And I remember almost seeing it. Like, I don't know if you've ever had an out of body experience, but I remember feeling like, again, I don't know if it was an angel, if it was future me, if it was whatever the case may be, that was like, you're going through this for a reason. You're going through this because this isn't a breakdown moment for you. This is a breakthrough. And now you need to figure out how you get back to normal and where you go from here. And I was like, oh shit. Like how do like, like I remember hearing this and thinking this, but then being like a total mess on the outside. <laughs> if you had a moment, maybe God spoke to you to let you know yeah. that, you know, yeah. it's going to, this is going to be the start of something. Yes. Like I'm getting the chills as we're talking about it. It's crazy. And uh, that was the moment where I was like, I'm going through this because I need to learn a lesson and then I need to get to the other side of it. So from that moment is when I transitioned my business from health and wellness and doing coaching in that space into specifically just moms. And I was coaching moms on, um, well, first, before I even started coaching for me, I found out how to get out of that space. I was like, okay, you yeah, I was going to tell you about that. That's really important. Like yeah. how you get out of that space to the point that you're applying it to yourself and to the point yeah. you can teach others, you know? Exactly. So I remember saying, okay, if I, if, if I were trying to take advice from someone from how to get out of this space and like, where do I go from here? What am I going to do? What do I do right now? And I remember thinking just like, get a win get a win, like focus on the one thing that's going to move you forward. The one thing that's going to give you progress. And honestly, as a new mom, it was like taking a shower. It was getting dressed. It was putting makeup on. It wasn't like trying to solve world peace. It was, or, or write a book or, or, or any very, like, very basic. <laughs> yes. It was literally like, and, and the very first product I ever came out with was called the, the, um, the mom's magic morning guide. And each one of those steps were, were so, so simple. Make your bed, get up, get dressed, put makeup on, go for a walk, grab a coffee, like things that we take for granted, you know, cause we just do every day. But as a new mom and as someone that's experiencing this new normal, you can only get to that place of like conquering the world if you have your own shit together first. So it's like, let me do my own housekeeping and let me figure out how to get myself good and move forward. And, and everyone, you know, you've heard the, you've heard the saying, like, you can't pour from an empty cup. So like making sure that my own cup was full and filled. So I was able to then get to everybody else, make sure my, my husband, my baby, like everyone else could depend on me and rely on me. Because if I'm sitting on the floor, sobbing and emotional and hormonal and going through all these things, there's no way I can help anyone else. So the first thing is like getting yourself good, making sure that you can come from a place of where you feel not just fulfilled and satisfied, but where you're like, you know what? I, I got myself together. And that was the very first step. And I was like, okay, from there, Every single day, I can make a little bit of progress. And and just taking those baby steps and not feeling like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders every day to be super mom or super woman. That's huge because, you know, a lot of people, they're stuck in that for a really long time and it's very hard to get out of it. But I feel like, yeah. like said, it's little things that you do little by little and it's going to make you not only get out of this, but thrive. Yeah. And then you have such a positive outlook on it too, because you're not focusing on, well, I didn't do this today or I didn't do that today. You're like, you know what? I did accomplish making the bed. I did accomplish getting out of bed. I did accomplish whatever it is. Those small, those small little victories that make a huge difference in the beginning. 
So your focus is mainly on productivity. What do you find are some of the biggest challenges you've had to face and maybe even continue to face, right? And yeah. how are you able to overcome them or to help people overcome them? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of the time, so, okay, my clients come to me, they're either, and I don't just coach moms. I coach any woman that's like, I want to be more, do more, have more for myself, you know, my community, my family. And most of these women are already high achieving women. So they're like, I want, I literally, I want to conquer the world. I want to launch podcasts and write books and, and raise families and, and run multi-million dollar businesses. But this is the thing we can only do so much in 24 hours. And it's the difference between being busy versus productive. So for, for me and for all the women that I coach, I say, don't look at the big picture, focus on the things that are going to move you forward each day. So you can hit those goals. So you can write the book, launch the podcast, build your clients to, to the level that you want to build them at. Right. Because Rome wasn't built in a day. We are, we're not going to just get there overnight, but what we can do is put steps into place targets to allow us to get to those goals. So one of the things, uh, to answer your question, one of the things that for myself and the clients that I work with, oh my God, this is too overwhelming or I can't do this. Just same thing, back to the basics, focus on that one step that's going to move you forward every single day. And that's the evolution of what my business was, which was going from health and wellness coaching to moms now into productivity because it all ties so well together where it's just about focusing on what's going to move the ball ahead and not overwhelming yourself to what you can't do or what you're not going to accomplish. And it's amazing because I feel like a lot of people need that. That's another reason why I started a podcast because I said, you know, yeah. when you become a working mom, you need different resources. Yes. Yes. It's I know. You and I talked about this. It's so different. I just did an interview and there was guys on the call and I'm like, oh my God, it's so different for them than it is for us. Like even just like a mom, you know, someone that's a mom and all the hats that we wear versus someone that's not. And again, my clients are half and half. Half of them are, are moms, half of them are not. But to, to men, I don't think they understand fully, like all the things that we do, all the responsibilities that we have. And, and we're constantly going from hat to hat to hat. <laughs> 100%. And this is why, you know, we need people like you to help women like that, because sometimes, you know, even when it comes to therapists or whatnot, it's never going to be the same type of understanding, right. especially for moms, right? Because now this is moms on the grind. So it's working women that are looking for resources that are looking yeah. to, for people to relate to. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you have this resource because, you know, it's, it's one thing to be a woman in business. It's another thing to be a mom. And then it's another thing to be a mom who's in business and not just in business, but who really wants to have it all. And when I say have it all, I mean, that looks different to all of us, right? Like my having it all is different than yours or the woman that's listening, but we need to know what that looks like in order for us to define it and then go after it. But Look, if I had a mentor that let's say it's a man, right? And he's not, he doesn't have the same roles as I do. Why am I looking up to someone or trying to emulate the behavior of someone who just their life is totally like the responsibilities. I mean, it's so far from what my reality would be. Like, I love that you're giving women a resource where they can tap into other women, other moms who are doing all the things, wearing all the hats and like, crushing it and getting it done. And it's so important because 
we need that community. Like you said, you know, yes. when you came here and you found that community, this is huge. So I think you could help a lot of other moms, right? And, Definitely. you know, in, in terms of coaching, so that this is what you do. And yep. this one, I'm sure you knew this one was coming. So in a day and age where coaching is becoming really popular, I mean, I feel like every time I open my Instagram, someone is, is a coach. Yeah. For a sudden, yeah. for someone that hasn't accomplished much, but right. all of a sudden they're like a life coach, right? So, right. you know, in a world where it's coaching, be, becoming a coach is becoming more popular, even though, it, even if it's for two minutes or for a year, whatever it is, it's just sure. increasing a lot. How were you able to differentiate yourself? How were you able to find your niche? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, I started off right in the mom space. Like I didn't, I wasn't super broad. I wasn't super wide. I stuck to what works. And this is the thing. When I started coaching, it's one thing when it works for you. It's another thing when it works for a group of people. And then it's another thing when it works for hundreds or thousands of people. And I kept getting like when, when I first started off, right, I would see the progress. I would see how it worked for me. And then I would, as I was slow, slowly growing my business, these wins were happening for these women so fast, but like, it wasn't just for them. It was for them. It was for their families. It was in their businesses. It was in their communities. So it was this amazing ripple effect that when the one person, right, like the core, which is the mama is able to tap into that fulfillment and knowing her purpose and being fulfilled, you know, in all of those areas, it's amazing how it affects everything else. So for me, I didn't try and go wide and say, well, I'm a coach to anyone who wants my services. I'm a coach to anyone, you know, it was, and and this is something I also talk to my own clients about, you know, when you're trying to get, uh, specific in something that you're doing or get really good, uh, whatever industry that you're in, go really, really narrow and focus on one person. Like, don't worry about the 20 people that I want 100%. You cannot become an expert in your field without focus. Right. Absolutely. So for me, it was, it was very, very narrow. When I started coaching, it was moms. And now because of just the nature of my business and how it's grown, it's, productivity for ambitious women. Look, not everyone wants to go accomplish these huge, massive goals, right? Like some people are like, I'm good where I'm at. Like I'm, I'm, I'm good doing my daily thing and, and living life and good for you and more power to you. Cause you know what you want. But at the end of the day, I focus on working with women who really have these big, massive, juicy goals and they're already performing at high levels, but they just want to know how do I do it all and not feel like I'm constantly on this hamster wheel of just never ending, getting off of it and just hustling all the time. Cause we don't want to be hustling. We want to be intentional. We want to be productive and you want to have time for yourself and your family outside of your business. I agree. Well, we have to be intentionally hustlers. We, we have yes. to be intentional hustlers. <laughs> yes, yes. Not not just look. If if you're hustling all the time, there's no direction or focus. And this is why I said it's so different for for men, because one of the comments on an interview that I had today was from a from this man who said, "Well, I want to do all the things. I want to focus on accomplishing 20 things a day." I'm like, "Well, that's great." But then when you only hit like five, what are you going to do? Right. (laughs) So, so true. So, you know, let's be intentional about where we're putting our time and our focus and reward ourselves for moving forward instead of beating ourselves up, which we do enough of anyway for the things that we're not accomplishing. So let's set ourselves up for success, move the ball forward and be productive. And it's a win, win, win situation. And so you were able to get super specific about what, what you wanted to do. 
Were you using more social media? Was it more word of mouth? How are you reaching these to these women? Yeah, so I think this is really important to talk about right now. So the thing is, is that I, so I was, two things. One, I was using all the platforms, right? So I was very strategic about like, I was telling you today is like my interview day and, and that's just for today. Tomorrow's my creative day and my coaching day. I have certain days that I break my content or what I'm doing down each day. Um, but you also need to, to make sure that like the focus and where you're putting that energy, you're going to be able to maximize that time. So, so one is having the strategic plan in place. And then two is also that community again, because a lot of the clients that I work with, it'll be from an event that I spoke at, or it'll be a referral or it'll be a client of a client, right? So yeah, the social media helps and, and yeah, you know, you can pay for ads and all these things, but The thing is, is like for me and my business, I know it works. And then also in today when we're in, you know, the times of coronavirus and and all this craziness, you have to have your finger on the pulse of, of your business and where things are going because I've pivoted, I've changed, you know, the messaging is always the same, but I, but you, as a business owner and as someone who's running their own business and trying to be very strategic about where you're putting your time, where you're investing your money, you have to know what's going to give me the most bang for my buck, both time-wise and money-wise. So just knowing like where you're putting that investment, having that, your finger on the pulse of, of what is needed right now is so important. And so basically social media, you're using it to reach more women. Do you feel like some people are using it wrong? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> so yes, a hundred percent. So this is the thing. Social media is always changing, right? Like there's always new rules and there's always new and like everyone's trying to figure it out. At the end of the day, it's the same thing I said about being that amazing girlfriend, like you would want to others, right? Deliver the content that you know is going to be of value. Always have the person that's the consumer in mind that's consuming the content. It's never about you, right? So if you're going on to brag about something or talk about something or share something, how is that benefiting the person on the other side, right? So like whether it's an informative piece of content or it could be something that's just funny that you want to share, right? How does that tie back into the person that's consuming it? And if you always have the outlook of what is this going to do for the other person or how is this going to benefit them, then that is always going to come back and benefit you because you're not making it about you. It's never about you. It's never about the business owner, the person that's providing the service, because you already know what you do and, and what you serve. It's about how you can help others. So if you keep that in mind with everything you do from videos to newsletters or social media, always just keeping the the end goal in mind of how can I serve the person that's seeing this, you'll win every time. And okay, so now we're talking, we spoke about social media, now not productivity. I kind of asked that question at the beginning, but more for yourself, but just for your clients. I know that on my end, one of my biggest issues becoming a mom, and I'm a single mom too, so mm-hmm. my biggest issue was really um, calendaring, right? Just like time management. Yeah. What are some common challenges you're seeing with a lot of your clients? Yes. Okay. So this is a great question. So, and I had this question, I had this question come up in all the groups that I coach on in my one-on-ones. And the thing is, this is the question. Okay, Sandy, if I'm scheduling everything out and something comes up and like, there's like a curveball in the day, right? Cause again, as moms, like there's always curveballs. like kids get sick and you know, like the weather changes and our kids get sick or whatever happens. Like there's always going to be 
those unknowns that happen in the day. So you plan based on the best of your ability, the best that you're going to plan based on your targets and your goals and what you're doing every single day. But just know that, look, things are going to pop up. Life is going to happen. And don't beat yourself up when you have to shift a little bit, because that's just life. If it didn't happen that way, then that just wouldn't be life. And nothing ever goes perfectly as planned. So knowing that you're going to set your day, your schedule, your time up the way that you want to do it, your ideal, but just know that you, you create that buffer in there as well in case life happens, which more likely than not, it's going to. No, that's super important because I know that's a question that people probably would have asked me if they knew that you were coming on, right? Like yeah. what is something common it's that you One of like- the number one questions I get, like, well, if I plan my day to do these tasks and something pops up, what do I do? I'm like, someone was like, do I take the call? I'm like, of course you take the call. Of course you do the thing, right? Like do the things that are going to make you the most productive or move the business forward, whatever, have your strategy in place, but just know that more likely than not, things are going to pop up and those urgent important tasks that pop up, you handle them and then you get back to what, whatever it is that you need to accomplish for that day. Okay. So that's really, really interesting. Like even, by the way, you'll see me typing. It's because I'm taking notes as well. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always taking notes because it's I, love like, it. I, I interview people and I learn so much for myself, yeah. you know? That's like the best part of, in, of interviewing. You're like, this is amazing. Like, it's like you're, you're getting the same content too. It's so good. And, you know, for me, I like to get deeper with things, right? So, yeah. you know, you started your business. You're helping all these women. Tell me about a moment in your career or in business that maybe you felt scared or worried. And yeah. you know, what, what did you do about that? Yeah. So, I mean, even, okay, so this is, this is great. So just recently, right, with the whole COVID situation, um, I don't know how spiritual you are or how spiritual your listeners are. Super spiritual. Okay. Okay. Good. Very, good, very, good. very spiritual. Okay. Amazing. Look, I've got my like bracelets on. I like did. I like, hold on. Let me show you this. I have an evil eye tattoo in the back of my. Oh, amazing. Okay. I've got my bracelets, my malas. I got my cleansing, purifying, energetic spray I do before on my call. So, so good. We're on the same. <laughs> so, okay. So this was about two months ago and Again, my my zone of genius, productivity, time management, and I remember meditating, and I got this like download again, these downloads that I get, and it was like instructing me on on a specific program to launch, and I was like, yes, this is like amazing, this is going to help so many people, and and I called it my my boss lady program, and I remember I launched it the first month. And it was like crickets. It was like a few people, but I was like, what? This is amazing. This content is like <laughs> fire. It's going to change so many lives. Like, why is this not sticking? Like, what, what is going on? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm coughing. My throat's dry. So I remember being like, I know how powerful this is going to be. Why isn't this working? And and for so many entrepreneurs, like we're we, we're in love with our business. Obviously, that's why we're entrepreneurs because you're in this space where you're like, you know what? I'll work 20 hours a day, not to have to work eight hours, <laughs> but I'll, I'm doing it for me, right? So I remember just thinking, why isn't this sticking? And I was like, I was like pretty pissed off about it. I was like, I can't believe that all the effort I was putting out and all the action I was taking, like nothing was working, but but, which is not normal for me. Cause normally when I put something out, like I've got systems and strategies and it works and and I'm like, why isn't this working? 
now insert COVID, insert coronavirus and this whole thing that goes down. I'm like, you know what? I need to restructure this because whatever was happening is no longer real life anymore. Like this needs to change. So I kind of did it, uh, an internal check of like, okay, what is it? What, what in my messaging isn't sticking? What is not working? I had the biggest month that month after I restructured the exact same program that I had launched the month before with crickets in a new way with a new strategy, just totally different, just a shift. And for me, it was such a learning experience. And the reason why I share that with you is because so many of us get stuck in our own way, right? We're like, why doesn't my thing work? I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to benefit people. And then we put it out to the world and we're, we're like, wait, why isn't anyone like there's literally crickets and you're like, what is going on? Like, why isn't this working? And for me, it was an amazing learning opportunity because I think that no matter what we do, and again, as entrepreneurs, this is just part of the, the, the role that we take on is just always knowing that it's never the end game. Like we're either like winning in a situation or we're learning. We're never losing. So I think just taking the opportunity to say, where in my business right now would I want an area of growth or do I want to launch something or, or make something or sell something or do something that if it's not working, let me just take a step a little bit deeper figure out why and pivot and change a little bit and, and, and take notice of what's going on around you economy wise or whatever is going on. And when you tap in just a little bit further and you take the emotional part out of it, it's amazing how all of a sudden it's like the floodgates open and you're like, yes, this is working now, but it's because you've taken that step back and you've done a little bit of analyzing versus being so emotionally attached to it. That's amazing information. And that kind of, you brought it up before I did, because I wanted to ask you since we're in the, I would say kind of in the end of COVID-19, but what did the virus and the lockdown, what has it taught you or reinforced when it came to productivity? Yeah. And, and this is, you know, that's a big part of it, of what I was just explaining, you know, like, you need to be your own best friend. You need to not wait for the government or for some type of politician to come knocking on your door with a paycheck or someone to come save you. You, be you need friend. to say this louder for the masses and their crowds. <laughs> like be your own damn superwoman. Like you show up for you. You figure things out. It's not about someone coming to your door and solving your problems, right? Because the people that do that, you'll lose every single time because you're waiting on external factors, like you stand up, you find the solutions and, and find what the problems are and figure out how to solve them. And, and that's what the, the most successful entrepreneurs do is all they're doing is they're finding out solutions and answers to other people's problems and people are paying them for it. So what problems can you solve that people are going to pay you for in your business? What can you do? And sometimes, especially now, it's being more strategic. I was just teaching this in, in one of my past uh, courses for the month. Team up with other people. Team up with people in your industry, outside your industry. Like, just get creative and innovative because the people that do that now will come out 10 times stronger on the other side. And they're not sitting there like, oh, you know, this is an excuse. That's an excuse. Because excuses get you nowhere other than just like where you're at right now, which means not moving forward, not progressing, no money, no clients. Like 
the exact opposite of what we want. So be your own superhero, figure out the problems and don't wait for someone to come with a handout or a paycheck or a solution for you. You figure it out and create those opportunities for yourself. What you said is huge. And especially when you said that find solutions to problems, right? It's not just about you know, being always being compliant, like when times change, what are you going to do to adapt? Right. This is exactly. Exactly. And okay. So now we're, let's talk a little bit about your book. You have a book coming out. Yes. Yes. Tell me everything, you know, what encouraged you to write the book? Because you have a lot of amazing information online, which I'm actually going to share in the show notes. I'm going to share some links and you have some amazing stuff, but when it comes to a book, it's totally different. Yeah. Tell me. So the crazy thing is, is I wrote this book in the middle of a move. I moved a month ago. You can see me. I've got boxes still behind me. (laughs) I'm waiting for my desk to come in to put that stuff away. So it was in the middle of the move. I'm, you guys can't see this either. I'm eight months pregnant in the middle of COVID, all of these things. And I was like, let me just write a book on top of it. Sure. Why not? We'll just throw that in the mix. So the, the inspiration behind the book was I took my coaching through my group coaching, my one-on-one coaching, my courses. And as I said, the results that these women get are amazing. They're fast when they implement, because I'm all about not just learning and consuming, but consuming and then taking action. And I said, you know what? This is so powerful that there needs to be a way for women to get their hands on this, that they're not paying if they can't afford what it would be for a coaching program or a one-on-one program, or even a course. Like, Anyone that wants to have this should be able to get their hands on it. And that's when the book was was born. And it was like, you know what? It was so easy for me to write it. it I think I wrote the book in two months. Um, again, with all of this happening, because I knew what I wanted to speak about. That's I knew- amazing. <laughs> you, you're like, oh, COVID lockdown. Let me write a book. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, you know what? I want this to be accessible and in the hands of anyone who is willing to, to put in the work. So again, the book came out, I'm releasing the book, the the title of the book, the name on Friday in my, um, private Facebook group, it's called productivity hacks for ambitious women. Um, but that is going to go out on Friday and, um, and yeah, we're full steam ahead with, you know, all the PR that goes behind that and, and just kind of the push and it's in the final stages of just getting the book cover all put together. So of course, when I speak to my editor, he tells me, um, the book is set to launch the beginning of July to middle of July, which is exactly when I'm having my baby. (laughs) Perfect. So before that, it was a hurricane. Now it's a book launch. So I, I, no, I, but you know what? I need to stop like having babies, I guess, because the first time it was it was the hurricane and Zika, and now it's the coronavirus with this baby. So I don't know what's going on. So I guess whenever you get pregnant, you get something really awesome that comes out of it after. Because yes. Your yes. first baby was the whole coaching for women, and now, yes. now the book. This is our world. These babies are world changers. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm gonna be following you and just following the launch, and I just can't wait to see it and to read I it. I'm so excited, and and I think again, a huge part of me is like, and and this is a little backstory which I've never. I mean, I talk about it in my book actually, but you know, growing up, I mean, my mom is amazing. Like I said, she's here right now with me. She was so, she was such a hardworking mom and she was working full time and she was raising three kids. And my dad was a full time, uh, he's an entrepreneur running his multiple businesses. And she was always so overwhelmed and, and 
I just remember as a child, like looking at that and saying, there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be a better way to help someone that is so run down and exhausted and just, you know, feeling unfulfilled and, and looking for an answer. And, and part of me, and I said this to my husband and on a few interviews and I'm like, you know what, this book was written for my mom. This book was written for the woman that that's amazing. I like that, you know, like I wish she would have had this when I was younger because it would have helped her so much. And, you know, no matter where you're at in your life, if you're a mom with, you know, little kids or kids that are going through college or whatever. And, you know, some of my, my clients that I work with, their kids are off in college and they're rediscovering themselves again. So it doesn't matter where you're at. It's just a matter of how much of an impact do you want to make and how fulfilled do you want to be? Because at the end of the day, we can do all the things, but you got to just be strategic about how you're doing it. So you don't feel like you're run down and you just can never get off that hamster wheel. That's amazing. And I know you're going to help a lot of people with that. And not just, you know, I know you help moms, you help women all around. And now going back to the mom side of things, right? I like to keep it very real, right? I like to say, listen, I have a cleaning lady. I, that's one of the yeah. reasons I work hard. Yeah. I have a cleaning Absolutely. lady. I'm still looking for help. This is something I struggled with. So just, you know, keep it real. Do you get help with your kids? And if oh you do, my what gosh. did you to make the decision to hire? Because I know it's yes. not easy. So, okay. So I'll tell you this. So this is another big question that comes up in my coaching programs. And, um, I have another mom similar to you where she's like, I'm a single mom. I'm working my booty off. And how do I afford help? So to answer your question, yes, I have help. Um, my nanny comes in in the mornings through through the afternoon till three 30 and she's with my son. And that's when I'm in work mode. That's that allows me to, make the, the coaching programs for my clients that allows me to write my book that allows me to move my business forward every single day. And then once my son wakes up, whether it's three 4 o'clock, whatever time he's up from his nap, then it's mommy hat on and it's mommy mode and it's dinner and going to the playground or the pool or whatever he wants to do bake. We do so much baking. If you watch my Instagram, he's always baking. <laughs> um, so absolutely. Yes. I have help. We have a cleaning lady that comes in once a week. Um, but I will say this for the woman that's listening to this and she's like, well, she can do all this because she has the help. I will tell you this. I have clients who have doubled their income in their businesses because they've had someone come in and do laundry for one hour a week. And it's not because they have someone coming in that they're paying thousands of dollars to or doing these like, I don't know, grandiose ideas of, of paying someone for help. It's because they can move their business forward intentionally by when that person's there cooking dinner, doing the laundry, running the errands for them to pick up groceries, they're on calls. They're closing clients. They're making, I call it the money making moves in your business so they can afford the $15 an hour task or 12 or $20 an hour task when they're making whatever they're making 15 hour, a hundred an hour, 500 an hour, whatever it is. So taking the tasks that would, you know, to outsource or to delegate, let's say under $20 an hour for you to go into your business and make those money-making moves to move yourself forward. I 100% agree with you. And, you know, for me, that was a big aha moment for me. I I had like a big aha moment where I was like, I need help with like the back and forth with the classes. You know, yes. when you, you know, when your kid, my daughter, when she was four, she started doing ballet and tennis and all that. And I had my coach actually told me, Sarah, before you hire an assistant, you need help with the whole rides. Situation, yeah. Right? Yes. 
it, it saves you a lot of time and stress. So I totally agree with that. Yep. Um, okay. So now, you know, what piece of advice could you give to any woman needing help with structuring their day? Just something, yeah. you know, just a tidbit or a couple hacks. Yeah. I know people are going to know more in the book. Yeah. You could leave us with a little bit of a preview. Yeah. So I would say start with the end goal in mind. So whatever the goal is that you have, you want to take that and backtrack what you're doing every single month, week, day. That's how I plan my my months out, my quarters out, my year out. So I know exactly what I'm going after. I know the goals that I want to hit, but I also know the targets, which are the action steps on how to get there. So for me, let's just say it was writing the book, right? If the goal was writing the book, the target is write for an hour every single day. And then within that, right? So if the, if, if the goal is write the book, the target is uh, write for an hour, then you also have to know what am I doing every single day that's going to be moving me forward. So for me, there's certain things that I just do in my business every single day because they're daily tasks. I'm talking under five to 10 minute tasks that you can do in your business. Everything else that you have goes under your projects. And again, I talk about this in the book, goes under your projects And then the goals are the big thing. So just backtrack out from where you want to be, from what the goal is, and don't set yourself up for failure. Only focus on three things every single day. I call them the three overarching goals of the day. And those three things will help move you forward every single day. So you're making progress and you're being very strategic about where you're putting that time. But remember, if things pop up that are urgent and important, you need to attend to, you can still attend to them, but your focus is very, um, it's very strategic in how you're planning out your days, your weeks, your month, your year. That's awesome. Like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm taking notes as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So you don't, you told me before you're very spiritual, right? I, I am too. And I just <laughs> recently got into this too. Really? No, yeah. I've, I've kind of always been into it, but I haven't been as intentional. So I feel like yeah. when you get intentional about it, yeah. things start to manifest in your life in such yeah. a different way. It, it's crazy. 100%. So tell me about either a morning routine or something that you do every day that you feel like has helped you in terms of yeah. mindset, in terms of spirituality, you know, give us, get yeah. into it. And so there's, it. sorry. Two things that come to mind. So one is I always meditate in the morning. And before I used to be like, what? Meditate? Like, again, I'm just very new to this, like within the past year, really tapping into this. So just setting the intention for the day. And it could be a short five minute meditation. Usually um, it's a meditation about like abundance or gratitude, just to set the, the, the day, like the tone of the day off on the right foot. So I always do that. I also do that when I switch from work mode into mommy mode. So I'll take like two to five minutes, like it's super quick, um, just to kind of reset and, you know, just kind of give a good cleanse from, from working mommy into, you know, the mommy mode of, of all the things that he wants to do and, and get into that brain. Um, and then the other thing is I work out. So I work out again, still eight months pregnant. I worked out my first pregnancy up until, he was practically born. So, um, until the sciatica kicked in, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so moving my body, making sure that I'm physically, and honestly, it's more so for mentally for me to just have that clarity. Cause when you're sitting down, you know, you're working all day, it's nice to like break that up and give yourself that movement and your body needs it. That's amazing. And you know, I feel like that's something that comes back a lot. 
Whenever yeah. I talk to very high achieving, top performing women or, you know, moms on their grind, they, there's some meditation, there's some working out, there's something that yeah. you do every day. So I really love what you said. Yeah. And, you know, your book is, your book is coming out. It's going to be amazing. Well, I know it will. Your social media is amazing. But are there any other resources you suggest? Is there any book that you find that really helped you or maybe a podcast? Yeah. So I would say, okay. So in terms of a book, um, I would say, cause gosh, I read, I, I probably read two books a month. So <laughs> I'm thinking, but so, okay. So, so one book I would say, um, for sure it's called the 10 X rule and it's all about, I, I love say, that book. It's like a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah. I will say that if you are at a point where you're just trying to kind of get it together, don't read that first because it's all about, like if I were, if I were just postpartum and I read that book, I'd be like, oh my God, like this is, this is not where for the place to start. It's like too but much. It's yeah. If you're at a place where you're like, I'm at this level, I want to get to the next 10X rule. It's literally about just taking the actions that you're doing and amping them up so you can get more results and then achieve things 10 times faster, stronger, better, and so on. So that's an amazing book. And I have to say also, that's how I met my husband because when that book came out, my husband, um, is the president. So Grant Cardone's the author of the book. My husband is the president of that company and that's how we met. So that was a life-changing book for me <laughs> in that aspect. Um, but then I would say in terms of just kind of everyday, um, books, uh, you know, that really stand out for me is the book go for no, which is an amazing book about oh, rejection. I don't know about it. I don't yeah. Know about it. That's great. Okay. Yeah, it's called Go for No. So it's it's when you hear a no instead of, you know, looking at a no as rejection, it's looking at it as a step forward and giving yourself more power because every no leads to another yes. And then specifically for the time today, right now in COVID changing times, the book, which is a super quick read, you could probably read in an hour, is called Who Moved My Cheese? Oh, I have it. I just haven't read it yet. Yeah. I read that book six years ago and, um, it's so relevant. I actually, my, I bought the book for my son because I made it into a kid's book as well. So we read it almost every night. He's obsessed with his magical cheese. <laughs> That's really cool. I'll read it soon. Um, yeah. okay. I really believe in manifestation again, coming with spirituality. How do you envision your future? Yeah. So, you know, being the planner that I am, <laughs> <laughs> I, for me, I, again, I have another baby on the way he's due in less than two months. And for me, my future looks like, you know, taking these courses and the programs and the coaching that I have, and this being able to reach the millions instead of the thousands and being able to have this on a platform, um, that anyone can tap into and access not just the trainings, but really the mindset of this as well. Because, you know, again, I, if I, if I would have had this, you know, when I was in that moment of breakdown and, you know, like that's who I envision. I'm like, man, that's where this came from. That's where this was birthed from literally. And I just see this being on a level where, women who are go-getters and achievers that really want to take it to the next level, they're able to tap into this on so many different levels. Um, specifically, I have uh, one of my big, 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 big goals is to take the platform that I have and tap into all the network marketing companies so they have these systems in place because so many women don't know how to do this in their businesses. They get thrown into the business world 
of, of starting with a company and they don't know how to plan out their days or strategize their, their time and, you know, just really have the systems in place. So really taking this at a level where anyone's going to be able to access the information and, um, really do massive things with this to better themselves, their families and their communities. So just because you said it, you're, it's going to happen. Yes. And I, I'm into people, that. my husband will tell you, I, so I'm a Taurus. I just had a birthday. My birthday was May 19th. Happy birthday. Thank you. I am very, very true to my sign. I am bullheaded and I will get it done whether, no matter what's in my way, like doesn't matter what obstacles are there. I find like, if I want something, it ha- it's going to be done. <laughs> you manifested it. So that's awesome. Yeah. You know, we're, we're all, you have a whole audience that heard yes, it. You have no choice it. to make it happen. I love it. <laughs> Where can people find you? Yes. So across all the platforms, all social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, at Sandy Gland. So it's Sandy with an I at Sandy Gland. And then if you want to check out my website for any of the coaching programs, the one-on-one, um, if you want to get, you can get on my newsletter there as well. Cause I, I do my newsletter probably, I don't know, two to three times a week with little updates and videos and things like that. Um, then that is sandraglant.com. And you can sign up there and check out all the information. And then Productivity Hacks for Ambitious Women is my private Facebook group. Awesome. Can anyone join the group? Yeah, it's totally free. Anyone can join. And I'm actually going live in there on Friday. I don't know when this is going to air, but it'll probably be out by then. But I go live on Friday to drop the name, the title of my book and chat some more details about the book. Amazing. So I'll put the link for that in the show notes. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Really happy to have talked to you. Thank you so much. This is amazing. And I just love what you're doing for all these mamas out there. Cause look, it's not an easy job and it's women like you who are giving them these resources that allow us to not feel like we're alone. So thank you for that. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I am very, very grateful to have all of you. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy this episode and if you are enjoying the Moms on the Grind podcast, please leave it a five-star rating on iTunes. It would mean the world to me. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Moms on the Grind and also my personal page at Sarah Desimores. Guys, I'm always open to suggestions. So if you guys have any suggestions of people I should interview or ideas for a podcast, just let me know. Today, Sandy was literally a suggestion from a friend of mine. And this episode was amazing. It was helpful for me. And I know it was helpful for you. Bye, guys. Until next time.